2: now
4: I think that Bluebeam is very possible. Um, Carol said it was Von Braun's final, he's, he called it the final card when the mob has used up all their other bad tricks, harp, derailment, demdrails I mean, what aren't they doing to destroy the planet? She said the last card is this.
5: And what is that last card? It's the UFO extraterrestrial card, friends. That was our friend Patty Greer, and she's quoting Carol Rosen, a friend of hers, who was told by Werner von Braun that the last card the New World Order would play is the UFO card. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to tell you gold was the best investment class for 2022. According to longtermtrends.net, gold outperformed the s&p 500 the dow and bitcoin in 2022 noble gold investments helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold and although past performance is no guarantee of future results what are you waiting for? Join thousands of others by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. Invest with Noble Gold Investments before the end of this month, and you'll get a free one-quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You really can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments, and there are thousands of five-star reviews. Call Noble Gold Investments at 877 646 5347 for a no pressure consultation and if you're not ready to invest download the noble gold investments gold investment guide scroll down below and you'll find the link in the description box for mobile users click the more button to find that link that's noblegoldinvestments.com i'll remind you for real news every single day visit us directly at thephaser.com and thelibertymill.com and now let's begin with patty greer I've got a real treat for you. I'm bringing back on Patty Greer. She is the CEO of C60 Evo. She's also the mind behind cropcirclefilms.com. Guys, you know what's happening? We can all see it in the mainstream media. They're starting to mainstream the idea of UFOs and extraterrestrials, and we're going to break it all down today. Patty joins me now. How have you been, Patty?
4: I've been good. Um, except the last hour, uh, you encouraged me to contact carol rosen with the peace and space treaty organization and she picked up the phone and we talked for 45 minutes and now my heart and brain are kind of blown out i i'm serious i rarely get blown out but it's shocking what she just told me that i've never heard
5: oh my gosh all right i can't wait to get into it and uh we had hoped that carol might join us today She's unable to do that, but uh, the fact that you talk to her, the fact that you know her at all plays so directly into this conversation because I have a soundbite from Carol Rosen queued up. So this is really exciting. By the way, guys, the mainstream media, they're all over the UFO thing, right? NBC News, UFOs have gone mainstream. The UFO community is not thrilled. Insider, how NASA could determine aliens are real and tell the world. By the way, have you seen that fake TikTok clip? of Air Biden, Puppet Biden, we'll play that for you in a second, because this is probably what's coming in the future. But the mainstreaming guys of the UFO phenomenon, this isn't just over the last month or two. They've been mainstreaming this for a very long time. Here's George Knapp on the UFO threat.
1: Videos recorded by U.S. Navy personnel have added a new layer of evidence to the current national debate about UFOs. For the first time, radar images recorded inside a Navy ship have confirmed the presence of several unknown objects that swarmed around the ship for
2: hours. I-Team reporter George Knapp here with a story that broke today on Mystery Wire. Thanks, Brian. Over the past three years or so, the public has been able to see several astounding images of what certainly qualify as UFOs during encounters with the U.S. Navy. There's no question that the Pentagon has censored data to go along with the photos and videos, but none of that information has been leaked or otherwise released. That is, until
5: today. All right, that's the TikTok UFO. Patty, do you remember that one about a year ago? went very mainstream. Again, the yeah. Pentagon releasing video of UFOs. All that means is unidentified flying objects, and they probably have technology that they're hiding from us. doesn't mean it's aliens.
4: And with all the CGI, I mean, they can do anything now, um, you know, to confuse us.
5: Yeah, that's right. And uh, here is Carol Rosen and her warning. Again, she worked with Werner Von Braun for many, many years. He reminded her time and time again of the last card that the New World Order and the powers that ought not be would play and it would be the UFO, the extraterrestrial card.
6: First the Russians were the enemy against whom we we're going to build space-based weapons. Then terrorists would be identified, and that was soon to follow. We heard a lot about terrorism. Then, we were going to identify third world country crazies. We now call them nations of concern. But he said that would be the third enemy against whom we would be needing to build space-based weapons. And the funniest one of all was against what he called aliens, extraterrestrials. That would be the final card. And over and over and over, during the four years that I knew him and was giving his speeches for him, He would bring up that last card, and remember, Carol, the last card is the alien card. We're going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens, and all of it, he said, is a lie.
5: All of it is a lie. Patty, I'm coming back to you. So you've spoken with Carol Rosen within the past 24, 48 hours? (laughs) Within the last hour. Wow. Yeah.
4: I called her before the show. I called her a few days ago. I sent emails twice. And, um, didn't hear back. And an hour before the show, when I got the link, I just dialed her number again and she picked up and I was so surprised. And, um, she, she's so loving. She was just like, you're one of the only people I'll talk to. And then she blew my ear up. Oh my God, 45 minutes. I kept saying, Carol, I got to go. I've got a show in three minutes. And, um, I took it right up to where we were and literally I was scribbling notes on a newsletter like as quickly as I could but she said a few things that I had never heard and she gave me permission to repeat certain ones because she's been through a lot for what she knew like I have and that's why she and I are such compadres because we are two women in ufology that never lied that I know of. And um, I'm just speaking for her. I I don't know all the things that she said, but she's certainly a mind-boggling, integral person. She was a military strategist. And when Werner von Braun um, escaped, he actually brought with him some other scientists, she said, into America. And their intention was a lot different than anything I've seen on any of the news shows. And this weekend I've watched probably 30 because... I'm listening to way too much lately. I want to know what's going on. Uh, we know we've heard a million times that we've been lied to, but I think that who knows how long our show is going to stay on before, you know, something happens. So I'm just going to get to the punchline of what's making my heart pound. Carol said that the Peace and Space Treaty it's peaceinspace.com. You can actually go and see the treaty. But, um, she said that it was Russian and Chinese. The, they introduced it in the 1970s and they've been trying to bring forth a peace in space agreement with America and all the other countries all these years. And America won't do it. This is not anything. That they've been telling us and she said the Chinese and the Russians wanted peace in space. And when Biden did the things that he did, um, that was when Putin just pulled the plug and said, America. So this is a lot worse coming from America than we were told, because actually China and Russia have had good intentions when it comes to not having weapons in space, which is what all of her work was about. And Werner von Braun and the scientists that he came with were also trying to um, create safe protections in space because they do, they claim, work with the aliens directly. They did. And Carol has the same thing, where she claims that she worked directly with the ETs. I never have. I don't have that experience. I was in more than 100 crop circles, never met an ET. But the thing about crop circles is it's not a UFO. Like they even lied about crop circles, which I made eight movies about. Crop circles are an earth science. They're not UFOs. They're not unidentified. They're crop circles. They're not flying. They're sitting on the earth. And they're not objects. They're wheat, corn, barley, laid down in very distinct patterns, and we'll talk about the science in a few minutes, but holy Moses, how could China and Russia be wanting peace in space all these decades? And it's been us. Not letting that happen. How's that, Sean?
5: Yeah, well, it's the deep state, though. You know, I uh, always try to caution everybody about us. It's not even our government anymore. Certainly, the Pentagon is not beholden to we, the people, as trillions go missing year after year at the Pentagon. Meanwhile, there's technologies that the deep state possesses, like earthquake weapons, like HARP, like the uh, manipulation of the ionosphere, causing earthquakes, geoengineering. How about the Rod of God? Do you remember the talk about the Rod of God when the uh, explosion took place in Tianjin, China?
0: We're dangerous. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Are you filming? Yes, I'm filming.
5: We don't know if that was the rod of God, but we know that the deep state possesses technologies that we, the people, don't know about or don't really fully understand. Many of them might be compartmentalized and secret. And when we talk about the alien threat, don't think for a minute that this isn't coming if they can get away with it. This is a a CG. This is fake. Right. This is absolutely fake, but it looks legit. Here's puppet Biden. Ladies and gentlemen.
7: As the Commander in Chief of the United States Joint Forces, I am here today to inform you that a number of unidentified flying objects have appeared over many parts of our country. Though their exact origin remains to be fully determined, the FBI has informed me that it is very likely that these are visitors of extraterrestrial nature. I advise the American people to remain calm, not fall into panic, and wait for further announcements. We shall overcome this threat. With confidence and vigilance.
5: All right, look for that announcement to come. Maybe sometime in the near future. Project Bluebeam, the occult roots of NASA, Jack Parsons, L. Ron Hubbard, Alistair Crowley. These are just some of the things that concern us, and Carol Rosen warned us. By the way, I should play this clip from Michael S. Heiser, Aliens and Demons, Evidence of an Unseen Realm. Patty, let me just play a little bit about this, and I'll come back to you, and we'll talk about the UFO threat Versus extraterrestrials, ETs, I'm not buying that ETs are from different planets or star systems. I believe, based on the research I've done, it's far more likely that these are demonic or spiritual entities, at the very least. There are UFOs. The question is, again, how do we process what we've seen? There are experimental aircraft that very few people, even among trained pilots would know what that thing is. And we have a long history of this in the United States. All that said, though, there are some that just defy categorization. There's something about the object, either in terms of the way it changes shape. Well, that's some crappy footage. I've seen some really (laughs) remarkable footage over the years of things I can't explain. Um, What do you think is really going on here? And what did Carol say? Can you tell us more about what Carol said? She's the one that's been sounding the alarm for decades now, saying that the whole thing would be fake. The whole thing would be a lie. Don't believe it when they roll out the extraterrestrial threat.
4: The main thing that really stuck with me is that she said if the ETs were dangerous in here to kill us and destroy the planet, that would happen a long time ago. So she said, that's your first clue. When you see researchers say they're evil, they are here to harm us. You need to be scared. She said, you can just write them off immediately because she said, we've been so misinformed. She said that they actually are peaceful and they were trying to interact with us. But we are um, the angry tribe, the humans on Earth being taught by dirty politicians and dirty money we have given ourselves a bad name in space, apparently. And, uh, But I still think that if we had sane leadership around the world, and all of a sudden, the Dems and the Republic, I mean, all the teams that are opposing each other because we were told to, um if we all came together and agreed on peace in space, I think everything would fade quickly. I think if all of us chose not to... I, I hate to say pay those people to support the war and all the horrible things they're wasting our money on. Um, CRT training and books for the schools that are still like left behind, um, money for the Grammys or, you know, I mean, whoa, we've really lost our integrity as a species. And I think that we're being awakened rapidly now, but we're being shown such destruction that it's at alarming levels. And the one thing I didn't like about my conversation was her punchline wasn't optimistic for Earth. And I don't want to leave us with that message because I somehow have faith. I do. Even though it's really filthy, the stuff I've been through, I still have faith that if we know this much, there's got to be good military that knows this much. Does President Trump really have a plan? Is there really a a good military that doesn't wear lacy panties? I don't know, but I think so. And I'm going to stick with it until um, my dying day. So that's how I feel. I think we're in a a, a deep, deep, dark war where the truth is the opposite of everything.
5: I'll do another screen share here, and I want to just play a clip. I think this is really powerful. Uh, The real threat. You guys know what the real threat is, right? It is the New World Order, the Kazarian Mafia, the track-and-trace system that they want to roll out globally. It's vaccine passports, United Nations Agenda 2030, total despotism and serfdom for we the people. But people around the world are waking up, people like this Australian politician.
7: You're here leading a march. You've left the Russian consulate. Tell us, why are you leading this march? What are you here for? Well, a few reasons. The Russians are fighting... The Khazarian Mafia in their homeland. They're cutting the head off the snake of the group that has been destroying this planet for generations. What does that have to do with Australia today? Hear it now. Because they control this country like they control everywhere else. And the Russians, along with many other nations and many other militaries, are actually fighting a subterranean war to exterminate vermin from the planet. How does that relate to the anti-mandate
5: message that so many are speaking about today? I'll pause it there. Did you catch that, Paddy? A subterranean war. You know, I've heard a lot about that. Some of it seems very woo-woo. There's no proof of these things happening. But I've heard about it time and time again. The underground tunnels, they're being destroyed. The enemies are being rooted out. Their child sex trafficking rings are being dismantled and destroyed. And this is a very credible politician. I don't recall his name. I'm going to dig for it. We just talked about this gentleman the other day with one of my guests. But the truth is spilling out all over the place. And it's not the UFO threat we should all be worried about. It's the Kazarian Mafia's New World Order, Patty.
4: Right. And they're the ones that are planning all these government projects like Mockingbird that's made half the world crazy and believe that the thing in the arm was a good idea. Um, And they're still fighting, even though people are dying left and right around them because of it. So it's an interesting time where we're so stuck on stupid. That it's not even worth fighting with your family, friends, and neighbors anymore because if they believe um, all these lies that were being told on TV, then you got to leave the sheep behind and run with the lions. That's where I'm at now. I got exhausted trying to bring people up. My whole family is conscious enough. I don't have to worry. The people around me, you know, I'm surrounded by a good group, but every time I go into town, or drive into Boulder, They're still wearing masks. They're still so scared. It's like the paranoia that we've been taught is really awful. And now you throw on the ET thing on people that are completely unaware or living in a mind-controlled 15-minute town, smart city, whatever you want to call them. They're already in America. And there's so many people that were miseducated, is a nice way to say it, that it's it's almost hard to carry on conversations unless you call your handful of friends, uh, which I I find myself getting great support because I do have wonderful friends, but they're not ufologists. The ufology field, um, when I was in it, I started in 2007. I went to the first International UFO Congress Convention um, because I had gone to the crop circles in England. It wasn't that I was interested in ufology. It was that I was dealing with um one of the first criminal acts that I discovered this century was mercury poisoning and fillings. Um I went to a dentist and I paid six grand for white porcelain and woke up with a mouthful of new mercury. And I've had 18 years of cuts on my fingers from mercury poisoning. You can probably see it. But as a pro- professional harpist, it changed my life. And I had done... So much work in the field of music. My husband had a recording studio. We had so much fun. I played in bands. But it was really strange that I played a big gold harp. I played kind of angelic music. But then I also wrote about my Harley. So my music was an interesting mix. And it was all over um, Amazon, you know. And that was like years ago. Um, but it was hacked. It was like, why would anybody hack my cds on amazon and uh it was shocking that that was already going on but when i went for legal help to get rid of this dentist um being a professional again they're practicing dentistry they're not pros uh but he definitely poisoned me and i had been through hell with my hands um not one lawyer across america would help me and i had proper evidence where my chart said white porcelain. But that's what woke me up was 2004 when I realized, my God, I've called 17 lawyers for malpractice and not one of them was willing to go up against medical fraud. And I thought that was their job, but it's apparently not. So that really woke me up. And I was so desperate to heal my hands because doctors aren't allowed to tell the truth about mercury poisoning in the fillings either. So instead of testing you for a inorganic mercury, which is what they're putting in our teeth, they test everybody for organic mercury, which is a lie. And then they say, oh, negative. So I went eight years with these mercury fillings in my mouth and my hands 18 years later, going on 19 years, I still have cuts every day. So I didn't play harp anymore. And I was so sad to lose my music career after 33 years because of this dentist in Louisville, Colorado, um That I went and laid in crop circles. That's how desperate I was. I was like, I've tried every kind of doctor. I'm going full woo woo. And I went and laid down in a UK crop circle. And I spent the whole summer there in uh, 2006. I spent just a few weeks. Um, But 2007, I went back for nine weeks and 2008, and I just went face down in dozens of crop circles. And I realized that they're absolutely real and totally forgot about the cuts on my hands. I was so blown away by the reality of this not UFO because it wasn't unidentified. I'm walking through a field of wheat that's laid down, and the hair on my little teeny hands, little teeny hairs on my arms is standing straight up because the electromagnetic, or who knows what kind of energy, was so high that the hair on the back of my neck was standing up, tingling on the top of my head. And I knew instantly crop circles were real. To heck with my hands and music, this is fun. So I started making movies about prop circles because my family and friends couldn't go over to England um, and stay for weeks like I was lucky enough to do. I chose to. It's not like anybody gave it to me. I was so desperate to heal my hands that I chose to be there. But uh, the second year I went back, I started making movies, and then I started winning awards. I've got these five of these beautiful EBE awards from the International UFO Congress Convention, for my films. And um I had three different distributors thinking, you know, they all promised to get my films out and all three of them were f-minus distributors. They hid my films, they suppressed them, and they treated me like terrible. Is a polite way to say it. Amazon all of a sudden had all these stores selling my movies, not me. There were 235 stores on Amazon selling my films, not me. So they were destroying me financially on purpose whoever they were. And then Vimeo, my 399 rentals went up to 650 because well, somebody there also didn't want my films being seen. So Vimeo, Amazon, and then YouTube. I started getting copyright what do they call them strikes? I got 5 for my original music that I wrote, I sang, I played harp. But no, the uh I know who they are. They claimed that it was their music. And um interestingly enough, they were also doing UFO films. What an interesting thing for them to do to me. So there's this subliminal thing in the whole field of ufology starting at the top of this century, which definitely gave wind of don't let the good stuff get out. Don't let the good stuff get out. And I didn't mean to deliver good stuff. I didn't know that crop circles delivered a technology that can save our food supply. And again, punchline: this is a machine that was reengineered in the lab of the only great sub- crop circle scientist, William Levingood. And what he did was he realized that crop circles, if you treat the seeds right, this is William, are growing thirty to four hundred percent more food and biofuel per plant. So they were testing crop circle seeds, and they found a huge difference once they started doing seeds inside the circle and outside the circle. So they realized, wait a minute, crop circles aren't just bent crop, but it keeps growing. And when they experimented with the seeds, not only did the seeds grow up to 400% more food and biofuel per plant, they also had more than 75% more nutrition, per seed, per plant. And they didn't die when the weather was too hot, too cold, too wet, too dry. Crop circles are delivering super seeds. That's why they've been hiding the truth about crop circle science. And I think I'm the only filmmaker that went into the lab of William Levengood and I delivered that science. I had made six films. I knew nothing about the science. I didn't know where they were coming from. Holy crap. Now I do Crop Circle Diaries. My website is called Crop Circle Films with an S dot com. Crop Circle Diaries. Um, and again, this is not my ego talking. I'm old. I'm worn out. I've been beat up by the industry. I'm just saying that I learned the science and that made me a dangerous person to, um, those that want to cripple us and give us Gates food and burn up the food plants and, dump all these toxins what we're going through now is so unbearable when we have all the great technologies
5: it's the birth pangs of the new world order right that's the pain we're all feeling and we need this particular operation to be aborted this particular agenda of theirs needs to be stopped if humanity is to stand a chance and in fact Archbishop Vagano is again warning about the children of darkness. He just released a video recently. I posted it at thephaser.com where he's talking about Davos and Klaus Schwab specifically. And Archbishop Vagano is saying that the globalist New World Order has all of the hallmarks of the anti-church of Satan. So that's what we're up against. So let's couch the rest of our conversation here in the spiritual aspect of this war that's being waged. In your view, what is the UFO phenomenon? I know that when you were doing all the crop circle research, at the same time, there was real UFO research being done. But you say that field was really destroyed and went through a painful and mighty death. What do you mean by that? And what, in your view, is the UFO phenomenon? Is it spiritual? Is it demonic? Are these vehicles from outside our solar system i don't believe that personally friends just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor noble gold investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investment class for 2022 real estate crypto stocks and bonds gold outperformed all of them in 2022 and although past performance is no guarantee of future results What are you waiting for? Noble Gold Investments has already helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold. Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and you'll receive a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. And if you're not ready to invest just yet, Download the Noble Gold Investments Gold Investment Guide. Scroll down below and you'll find the link in the description box. For mobile users, just click the more button to find that link. Again, noblegoldinvestments.com.
4: I don't either. Um, And I don't think they're demonic or we would be getting scared by aliens. Um, I think that what's demonic is the old world order, uh, the dark people. The I think they're what's the problem. What I believe about UFOs, uh, I filmed 28 of the greatest researchers in 2008 when I went back to the International UFO Congress convention with my first film. And my first Crop Circle film, I sent it to the owner of the event after they had chosen everybody for the film festivals. And he watched my film and he goes, who are you? I've never heard of you. And I said, well, I haven't heard of you either. You know, I'm not a ufologist. I just went to Crop Circles, made this movie. And he said, my God, it's good. I'm going to throw a Tuesday party just to show your film. Film festivals over there, we're doing a special lunch day for you. And we'll do packed lunches that people can buy and bring in, which was really nice. So he showed my first movie, which is called The Wake-Up Call. Anybody listening? And this crop circle in particular, 409 flawless circles. And they're laid in spirals of Fibonacci sequence, which is mathematics. Perfect math. Um, and people that know Fibonacci, it's tricky. So my friend Charles Mallet, who was a major, he owned uh, the Silent Circle Research Center, and luckily he liked me. He didn't like a lot of people. Um, but he said that he walked in the formation at 5.30 in the morning. It had rained all night. There wasn't one footprint in sight. He walked the whole perimeter before anybody got there, and he said that crowd circle is absolutely real. And um, when you walk in a circle, you think, oh, what a beautiful crop circle. Oh, wait a minute. There's another one. Oh, there's another one. And you just keep like finding a hole. And it's breathtaking to be in the crop circles. No matter what people did to me and others, I still went in more than 100 crop circles. (laughs) I feel like I win no matter what, because the experience was over the top. So I took my first movie to the UFO um Congress Convention when it was owned by this wonderful family, Bob Brown and his family. And um, at their event, uh, I won five of these. Like I said, there's another one over there behind me next to the amethyst. I've got them all over the house. Um, But it was really nice to be honored for the films. And I wasn't a filmmaker. I wasn't a documentarian, but I've always been a documentarian because I like evidence and facts. I don't like gossip, and I certainly resent liars and thieves. And oh my God, the UFO field was full of so many great people, and then they started dying. And I mean dying fast. 2015 to 2020, Stanton Friedman, Roger Lear, Jim Mars, Dolores Cannon, Cynthia Crawford, um, the list went on and every time I'd like open an email, it's like, Oh God. And for me, um, I wasn't killed. I was hit with a directed energy weapon after my last UFO event speaking to her. And, uh, that was a clear message, shut the heck up. And I was dumped into a pile of jello at an airport when I was on my way home. And I've hurt seriously hurt ever since i've had all kinds of um procedures i've had all kinds of detox but i survived and i survived and got stronger and my brain is on friggin fire so then some other uh bad person came and put uranium in my garage to try and take me out three years ago Carnotite uranium took a picture of the bottle When I was moving out of the house and I found it in the garage, like, what? Oh, my God. This is why I'm sick. This is why I've lost 25 pounds. I knew exactly who it was. I knew exactly who it was. And I had no idea. I don't know if he's.
2: Order now
4: or an mk ultra victim i think he's mk because he's still like out there in the world um the sheriffs came to the emergency room ambulance the whole thing for me they filmed me with an IV in my arm on my fifth hour and um didn't do a thing about it because hey it's boulder colorado why would we
5: can I'm you sorry. name this person? We're kind of all over the map here in this interview. You're throwing a lot.
4: I would me. love to name this person, but I can't. You know, NDAs. You know, not that I care. Other people can name the person, but I can't. But I will say that I I see them on the air once in a while, and I think, do you even remember? Were you even aware? Um, It's frequency. Some people just don't have a clue. I want to get back to this because um this is. E.T.s, U.F.O.s, abductees, and brilliant minds. This was my second year at the U.F.O. Congress. I didn't really know how to run a movie camera, but I filmed all the greats, and um the list is on the back. Most of them, like I said, are gone. But the ufologists that are left, that are still speaking at these events, are not people I resonate with. Not one. Maybe Laura Eisenhower, who
5: saw oh, she's the interesting. She's a very interesting person. I've listened to some of the interviews with Laura Eisenhower. Hey, evidence is important to you. So just given some of the conversations we've had in the past about crop circles, why don't we just, for the audience, reframe up what the crop circle phenomenon is? Now, if it's not UFOs coming here from outside our solar system, um, I think based on our last conversations, we arrived at the conclusion that these are coming from within the Earth. These are entities They might be spiritual beings, but most of the crop circle messages are pro-human. You mentioned the Fibonacci sequence, the beauty of these things. Right. What was your conclusion ultimately? Who's making these crop circles or what is making them?
4: Well, I was like every other
5: ufologist
4: until I went to the lab of William Lovingood. It wasn't until working with Penny Kelly for three weeks, living in her house with her for three weeks, Every morning she would tell me the science again. I never knew. I never had a clue. Kind of like I never knew that China and Russia wanted peace in space, but America doesn't. That's not good news. The crop circles, I never knew the science until I stayed with Penny Kelly, who literally worked with William Levengood for the last 16 years of his life. When she told me the science, It took me five mornings and I would hold my head like this and go, tell me again. She said, Patty, you're being silly. And I said, no, you're actually giving me a headache. Tell me the science slowly. Like it was so hard for me after I made all these movies to go, wait a minute. It's not UFO. It's certainly not unidentified. They're not flying. But literally crop circles are coming out of the earth with intention So they're coming out of the earth in spinning, counter-rotating plasma vortices. This is from the science of William Levengood that culminated in realizing the seeds are super seeds. So the science itself of how they're happening um, that I have filmed is these balls of light can be seen only if you're really lucky, like crazy that you stay on the hills at night, waiting, watching, hoping. Some of us have seen balls of light. So they slowly circle, and then the field goes down in seconds, and they fly away in these two footages in my movie, Crop Circle Diaries. You can see two different crop circles being made by balls of light. What are balls of light? They are the base, explained by William Levengood and Penny Kelly. They are the base of a spinning plasma vortex. And there's two of them that typically come out of the earth at the same time, predetermined what the message is and they spin really fast and they create this vortex like a tornado and at the base of the vortex when it hits the exact frequency then the two balls communicate i'll do this you do that and the field goes down in seconds and you never see the spinning all you see if you're lucky is a ball of light, and they slowly circle over a field, and then boom, the field goes down. When I saw the footage for the first time, and I was complete newbie in crop circles, my first film, I said to the editor, oh, my God, this is incredible. Thank you so much. I met him on Craigslist, you know, 16 years ago. Uh, I think the movie's done. Let's take a break, go out and breathe, and then come back in. Watch it and see if the movie's done. Prop circle update, the uh, the wake-up call, anybody listening, first movie. So we start to walk out toward my deck, and I look back at the gear, and I said, oh, turn off the monitor, please. Uh, let's let the gear cool down, and let's take a half hour. And he said, uh, why do you want the monitor off? It's already turned off. And I said, well, there's a big blue orb on it, like a big blue ball, with all these little patterns inside, and I walked up to the monitor and I was like, that blue orb is not in my movie. Where's that coming from? And he walked behind the gear and he said, Patty, the monitor's unplugged from the wall. <laughs> and all of a sudden, here I am in Boulder, Colorado, editing with a sweet young guy. And there's a blue orb on an unplugged to electricity monitor. And the little hairs went right up on my arms. All over my body, I got tingles. And I was like... I don't know if you can understand what I'm about to say, but they're in the house. We need to sit back down. He goes, who's in the house? And I said, never mind. Sit down. Let's do this. So we went back and looked at the footage of the slow balls of light laying down the crop circle. And I said, reverse it. He said, why? And I said, I don't know. Just reverse it, please. So he, slow, he turned it, you know, reversed it. And then I said, slow it down. He said, how slow? And I said, I don't know, 30%. Oh, where did that come from? It was the weirdest Fell out of my mouth He slowed it down, reversed it 30% uh, less speed And there I found And this is just an etching of it That those The communication between the two balls of light Had all this Artwork in between I should say binary code It looks to me like The ball on the right and the ball on the left Communicated and said And that's what happened When I found the footage, I started screaming like this. And, of course, all the UFO experts that are highly paid and highly promoted by the UFO field, they're like, oh, yeah, Patty Glitch, fake. Yeah, Patty Glitch, fake. Uh, You know, and I went, you clueless people. How many crop circles have you been in? Uh, None. Anyway, punchline. I showed it to Penny Kelly. I had an eight by 10 glossy of the communication with the, the, um, between the two balls of light in 1996, Oliver's Castle. She looked at the image and immediately said, wow, great photo of two plasma balls communicating. Where'd you get that? Penny Kelly was the only one that knew other than me. And it's not that she's ever been in a crop circle. She hasn't. She's been in the lab. Going over thousands and thousands of stalks from all over the world from different crop circles with Penny, with uh, William Levengood, testing, testing, testing. And they found through magnetics that the crop circles are absolutely real. And then they started experimenting with the seeds, but they weren't getting rave results until William Levengood, she called him Lefty found this old envelope of seeds in the back corner of his drawer of his desk as he was cleaning, which he didn't do very often, she said. And he went to throw the seeds in the trash because they were old and shriveled. And that little voice said, don't throw it away. So he pulled his hand back because he was also intuitive and he looked at the seeds again and he said, oh, no proper seedsmen would. So he started to throw them in the trash again. And that little voice just was like, ah, you know, like, Mm-mm. so he put them in the germination paper, put them in the germination tank, and they grew like gangbusters. And then he realized, wait a minute, we can recreate this technology, but we have to also collect the seeds So it's not just the machine that I showed you. There's also some kind of bizarre mathematics where the seeds needed to be starved of light, water, air. And then they created a charge density plasma machine. I'm not going to make money here. I've got my new career and I'm doing just fine. I want some scientists to recreate this beautiful technology and bring our friggin' food supply back. I don't know what it is, but there's two round metal plates where you put the seeds on it. They're held apart by maybe five inches. There's a wire that goes back. There's a charge density plasma machine attached. It hits the seeds at 30%, whatever that means. I don't know what it means, but I hope there's a few smart people out there that go, oh, easy. And then you work with some farmers and you start grabbing those seeds before whatever happens. And you start germinating and testing and hopefully maybe starving them of light water anything for I think he said six or eight weeks a month two months three months again whoever does this is going to have to experiment but they had absolute success um, recreating the technology and bringing back super seeds and what did that get lefty? Same thing as it got me. They blew him out of the field. They dishonored him. And he was the only great scientist of crop circles, uh, stalks and things. And I think I'm the only filmmaker that told the truth about it. And what I've been through, unbearable. And then at the end, I made it the end when I got dropped at the airport into a pool of jello by some kind of a creepy weapon that um, they're hitting a lot of people with now. And I left the field. I want nothing to do with it. But once all the greats died, like the real ufologists, all of a sudden this new breed of bad actors moved in. And they were really well promoted. And at all the UFO events, it was all actors. There were like no greats anymore. I'm looking at the schedules and I'm thinking, Why would anybody go? But again, it's perception. Some people love hearing about sex with aliens. You know, I just don't believe it. And um, I think that we have a lot more to learn than a lot of the fake ufologists are throwing out there today. This is how I think they're going to bring about if they do Project Bluebeam is that they got rid of all of us that told the truth about ufology.
5: That's what I wanted to ask you about next is Project Bluebeam. We'll do a screen share here. Tell the audience a little bit about what you think Project Bluebeam is. I'm over here on Bing, and of course, it's being discredited. Um, what is Project Bluebeam? Well, according to Pointer Pointer Institute, a think tank of disinformation, in my opinion. They're always trying to malign actual conspiracy theories, and uh, actual conspiracies make us believe they don't exist. But they say Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory about the New World Order, which has existed since the year 1994. As per the theory, NASA and the United Nations began developing technology that would be able to project images in the sky over the entire Earth. Now, the explanation from Pointer says, Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory about the New World Order that's been around since 1994. That's it. That's their debunking of Project Bluebeam. Now, you and I both know that they have technologies that far surpass what we believe they have. And the holographic technology is really astounding. In your view, what is Project Bluebeam? Do you think it exists, or is Pointer right? It's just a conspiracy theory.
4: Uh, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a plan they've had since what was it, 1919? It was almost a hundred years ago that they invented Project Bluebeam, and um, they didn't even have these technologies that we have today. Uh, A great example was that um, my friend sent me that Biden thing where he goes, we have UFOs. Everybody stay calm. Actually, please be scared. And I looked at I'm like, oh, God, they're already doing it. So I fell for it. But then I watched his lips move and I wrote my friend back and I said, B.S. on that. Um, And then I sent it to you because I knew it was fake. But it won't surprise us because Joe Bama is behind all this. You know, he's going to try and scare us with everything. We don't know what's real. That's what the problem is. Right now, the deep state has control of our news media other than we are the news. We are the news today. But unfortunately, my mom still listens to TV. And a lot of old people... Uh, still listen to TV, and a lot of people that do are really going to regret that they made the choices they have lately. I think that blue beam is very possible. Um, Carol said it was von Braun's final; he's, he called it the final card when the mob has used up all their other bad tricks: harp derailment, chemtrails. I mean, what aren't they doing to destroy the planet? She said, the last card is this. And um, we've seen the auditorium of a high school where the whale comes out of the floor with holographic imagery. We've seen um, New Year's Eve. I think it was Tokyo had this incredible holograph over some big tower. And um, we know it's possible. The technology is massive. And um, I think that the New World Order is so desperate because too many people are waking up. Um, People are definitely seeing uh, that too much destruction is going on. And even the slowest minds are saying, huh, I think something's wrong, but they're not doing anything about it. So the one thing I'm noticing is the town that I'm in is being poisoned by Chinese cell towers um, Bayer Monsanto uh, just delivered Roundup by helicopters and dumped it. But since Roundup is illegal, Bayer now calls it Plan. but they dumped it from helicopters completely against the law. And they also have chemtrail machines because, wow, the airplanes are too expensive. So Boulder, Colorado has these scientists that came up with a chemtrail machine on the ground. They lo- loaded them all over Boulder and the surrounding areas. And so now they're spewing Silver oxide into the sky. I mean, from dumb to dumber to dumber to dumber. And here I am. I said to my neighbors and fellow activists that I'm communicating with, enough of the city council meetings with demons. Those people are not able to change anything because they can't change this or this. What we need to do, I'll pay for the testing. Let's get evidence. And then we take it to Bobert who seems to care about Colorado, but our state has been destroyed. And I live in a beautiful mountain town, but they're destroying it. And we also have CMEX chemical plant, like the fourth worst polluter in America. We shut them down, but they're so angry that they came back with the Idazza Plan planes, we think. Who knows if it was retribution, but what you have is a group of really dark evil that is still in charge and still able to fly helicopters into my airspace. I was in my house yelling, and they went for four hours, and they started on purpose when the kids were walking to school. It is so beyond cruel. The ETs aren't doing this. Humans are. And I think that humans are behind everything bad going on, and I want us to survive, but I also want us to be able to see through people that do bad things and remove them like there's no excuse that they're still alive
5: yeah we'll talk about c60 here in a second too because i know that product has really helped you in fact you say it saved your life but uh, as we round out the conversation here we're going to hear a little bit more about the truth putin and russia are fighting the kazarian mafia you're not going to hear that from puppet joe biden or the mainstream horror media
7: No, but I heard it from Carol. The mandates in COVID are just one part of a larger scheme to depopulate the planet. We have been robbed, we have been raped, we have been killed for generations. And the mandate, directed by the government and enforced by the police and provided for by the big farmer, have been exterminating the people. Many it's of all part for- of the same plan. Many of your former colleagues, previously of the OzCons and many others, don't share the same views that you're speaking about today. In fact, they decry them and condemn them. Does that make you think twice about the <laughs> path that you're on? No, if they could read and write, took their heads out of their backsides, they would see for themselves. As we have said from the very beginning, do your own research, folks. As I've said many times, don't trust me, make up your own mind. Read you, your own work. Do you really think these messages have enough broad appeal in order to win a seat to try and achieve some change? Oh, you betcha. Are you kidding? The four majors, and, uh, and you can throw Palmer's fifth party in that as well, uh, the fetid carcasses are falling apart, and they know it. It's all coming down. These people are fast asleep. They have injected themselves and their kids, and they're going to be crying. These are the ones that wanted us jailed. And we always said it's a free choice. They wanted us jailed. They wanted us in concentration camps. They wanted our rights removed from us. Yet here we are, hoping that we are wrong. I would be more than happy. I would be ecstatic to be proven absolutely wrong. Because what it means is the people aren't dying. But guess what? To go from what? 50,000, 60,000 live births to five, and they can't figure out why? Ladies and gentlemen of Australia, ladies and gentlemen of the world, look at the data for yourselves. And if you can't work it out, it's on you.
5: I think that's spot on. If you can't work it out, it's on you. I mean, at this point, if people can't wake up to this agenda, this deep pop this anti-human agenda, Patty, I don't think we can help them. I don't even think C-60 can help wake these people up.
4: Yeah, well, it's not for everyone. Um, And again, it's about frequency. You know, we have to choose where we're going to put our thinking. What he just said that was alarming was fifty to 60,000 typical births turned into five.
5: Yeah, I don't have that uh, data in front of me. That is basically what he said. I wonder if he misspoke. But we know that birth rates are plummeting. We know that sperm counts are plummeting. We know that procreation on this planet is being reduced, and that's all by design. Rockefeller, Rothschild, again, the Kazarian Mafia.
0: Wow.
4: Well, good Lord. I mean, they've neutered men. They've neutered our military. They've minimized all the important fields, like people that fly us, the trains, all the important people. They had to get the thing in the arm or they lost their job. Well, that was smart. And now it's so obvious. It's so out there. But people with their pride are still saying, oh, no, I'm really glad I did it. <laughs> I still, you know, I got the, the flu again for the fifth time this year, but <laughs> I had my fifth thing in the arm. It's like, Okay.
5: Yeah, we see these people on Twitter, you know, they'll brag about getting their jab and then a few months later died suddenly. I mean, many, 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 many of these people, they brag about getting the jab, then they die and nobody can put two and two together. Give me a break. Do you want to tell people a little bit about C60? I have some of this great product myself. I I throw it in my coffee most mornings. Uh, tell people about C60 and why you think it saved your life.
4: Okay. Well, C60 is carbon 60. It's the carbon 60 molecule. And it was created by Buckminster Fuller. I think in the beginning, he brought attention to it. It won the Nobel Prize in the 90s. And as Carol Rosen and I were talking, she she kept referring to my two close friends. Buckminster Fuller was one of them. So now I'm going to send her some products. Um, Roseanne Barge has got her product. So we're really bringing it to the Patriots. But, um, when I realized this product helped me to stand up again, I couldn't walk. I was really incapacitated from the directed energy weapon. It really totaled me. And there's not enough treatments to fix what those people are doing. So, um, I've been dealing with it, but C60 Evo, um, I was introduced to carbon-60, and then I learned about the really good stuff, which is ESS-60. And there's two very different fields. Carbon-60, which my lab has sold for 31 years with integrity to research institutions around the world for tires, solar cells, batteries. That's carbon-60 fullerenes. And we make them, and we still sell them all over the world. But it was in the last five years when I started Labbing about it on the air, my partners started getting all these letters. How much should I take? Oh my God, I feel better, And they were like, "What are you talking about? This is for ink and solar cells And so, um, they started testing it, and then they remembered that in twenty twelve they supplied the actual product for the Paris bhakti study on carbon sixty for toxicity. And it turned out not to be toxic, but it turned out to be the longest longevity study in lab rat history. The lab rats lived 90% longer, and they died without tumors, which was historic. Um, and I'm not making medical claims, but we do have five different medical, uh, what do you call it, fourth stage C clinics that are using our product as daily protocol. Longest longevity result in history. C60 our product direct from our lab so all of a sudden there's all these other tangential um C60 companies that have popped up over the last few years um and they're made in basements and garages and they're using industrial grade which is not safe. So we really um have promoted the ESS60 which is absolutely made to be safe for humans and pets and our testimonials in the thousands are incredible. Even people with MS have gone my hand stop shaking. What? So I'm not making claims, I'm just repeating testimonials, but for me I could barely walk, and now I'm walking. I was mentally postal because, well, people that tried to kill me, everything you do to me, I return to you times three. Um, no, I need to not do that and say, I forgive you. Um, it takes a lot of this, maybe an extra tablespoon, um, but it's really hard work, I think, for all people today to have a mental calm mind with what we're going through c60 evo helps we have it in three different flavors i'll just throw out a quick promo the olive oil is the strongest and the ess 60 olive oil is the strongest you'll find in the world um we've tested all the other products in our lab they've got 10 to 30 percent of what their label says because they don't have a machine to test their products they're in a garage or a basement i'm sorry to say Coconut oil, totally hooked on it. It has less than half the carbon 60 concentration. It will only hold 0.35 milligrams per milliliters. So I just take twice as much. It is so good in my morning coffee, like you said, Sean. And then we have the avocado oil, 0.6 milligrams per milliliters. And it's really delicious. Great on a spoon. Great on a salad. And you can take the olive oil, put it on a salad. But again, I like to take it before noon. It gives you a really great buzz for the day. And then you sleep better at night. Yesterday, I experimented because I had an important business meeting at 730 at night. Went on till 10, and I go to bed early. So I did tea and ESS 60 at 2 in the afternoon. I didn't sleep well all night. That's just me. I don't do coffee or caffeine afternoon, and I knew better. I can't even do sugar anymore after like two or I don't sleep. So hypersensitive um, people are going to love this product. People that feel their body and understand um, that they want to feel better and boost their immunity. Carbon 60 boosts the immunity 172 times the power of vitamin C. And it's such a small molecule that fits into places that vitamin C can't. I'm repeating things that my lab partner, Chris and Robert, have taught me because I'm not the scientist. I do all the social media, but I'm also the spokesperson and the designer of the products because it saved my life. It changed everything for me. And um, we designed capsules because if you travel with C60, uh, I gave Dell Big Tree an eight ounce bottle and they grabbed it from him. He couldn't fly home with it. So everybody I give it to, I'm going to give capsules because they don't take those away from you at the airport. Great to travel. Great for your purse, briefcase. Um, leave them in your car. The only thing about making it last the longest amount is that you want to keep it out of direct heat and sun in, uh, in the process of loving the products inside my body, I started rubbing the spoon and the lid around the top of the bottle and rubbing it on my face. And I found that my 50,000 miles on my Harley with no windshield or helmet definitely showed um, five five years ago before I started the ESS 60 company. And so I started rubbing it on. I said, my God, my skin's getting smoother. So we created The Advanced Facial Serum, and this is all natural, vegan, organic. It is so beautiful. Chia seed oil. I don't think that's been in any other facial product. And I get calls the very first morning, what's in this? I feel plump. My skin feels plump. And it's absolutely amazing. So my partners, a bunch of scientists, guys were like, yeah, yeah, we don't really want to do facial products. But they did. Next thing I knew, it sold so well and people have really benefited from taking it inside and putting it on your skin that uh, we uh they came up with a peptide two-part serum for the face. No, this one's for the hair. Um After I had that flu thing, I lost a bunch of hair. And I was talking to a lot of other people that said, oh, my God, my hair is falling out. So I called the lab and I said, what can we do? We put together this C60 Evo hair renewal. Um, and um, even Michael Jaco, who hasn't had any hair, he's been bald since 18, he said, I've got little baby fuzz all over my head. My chest hair has gone black. Big mustache has gone black from gray. So it's, it's even anti-aging the color of hair. And I found that when I had that flu thing, which is the only thing I'm going to say, I sprouted like gray, like a mushroom on the top of my head, and I just took the facial serum, and I was like, sprinkle, sprinkle, rub, rub. What? And I woke up the next day. It helped. I don't know. I don't think there's anything this stuff doesn't cure um, that's made in our lab, but you got to be careful of industrial-grade C60. You don't want to be buying from questionable uh, situations and giving it to your pets either because... We have been testing the products and there's some, there's some questionable groups out there. So what you want to do is buy from the people that supply the research institutions. That's my partners, um, which is the SES research lab since 1991. They actually invented the reactor machine that makes C60. It burns graphite rods at the heat of the sun, having nothing to do with sheets of graphene oxide. And people do all that paranoid stuff. Absolutely nothing to do with carbon-60. All right. Um, Paranoid, yeah.
5: All right. Well, here's the website, guys. I'll leave the link below. And I think if you do the monthly subscription, you're going to save 20%. That's correct, isn't it, Patty?
4: Yes. There's all kinds of discounts because initially it might seem expensive, but everything, you can buy one item at the price or you can buy it on a monthly subscription, save 20%. Or you can buy little groups of things, which are little combo packs and you save 15%. The best trick is to save 15% if you want to try a few products, sign up for a monthly subscription, you save another 20% and then use, um, SGTR as your special code. Um, and you'll save another 10%. So you're going to save all kinds of money if you just take a minute and shop more carefully and use SGT's code. But no matter what, you're going to get the best carbon 60 on the market. My life is worth it. The difference that it's made for me, I think I'm one of the only original ufologists that's still alive. And there's a lot of other ufologists still alive, but they weren't working at the frequency that I was with the people that I really loved um, in the field that are, gone now so i'm not saying we're better they're worse i'm just saying i don't resonate with new ufology and sex with aliens and project Bluebeam. we know they can do all this we know that they can bring actors into all the events that can say oh my god aliens you know and scare everybody i'm not scared i've been in a hundred or more crop circles i'm not scared i think that the earth herself has been speaking to humanity in a language we all understand in every country. China, Russia, America, everybody understands sacred geometry. And no, that's not a negative thing, except, you know, the dark lords want us to think that's bad. Unicorns are bad. Rainbows are bad. They've changed everything to confuse us. But the bottom line is crop circles are real. They're coming out of the earth, I believe from the mother herself, the mother earth, is conscious, is alive, grows trees, grows plants, has water. No matter what we've done, she still grows.
5: All right. If you guys want to learn more about Crop Circles and Patty's work, here's the website, cropcirclefilms.com. And of course, I will leave the link below to C60 if you guys want to try that great product. Our guest has been Patty Greer. Patty, thanks so much today. We appreciate your time.
4: Thank you so much. Love your show.
5: Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. And don't be
4: scared. Don't be scared. If they throw holographs in the sky, laugh at them.
5: Yeah, amen. I agree. And friends, thanks so much for tuning in. If you're still with us, I remind you every single day for free, you can visit us directly for Real News, The Antidote to Corporate Propaganda at ThePhaser.com, TheLibertyMill.com, and SGTReport.com. May God bless you and your family. Bye-bye.
1: The U.S. Army actually seems to be the assignee of this patent, where they they developed a Marburg bug that was patentable. That means that a, part of it was man-made, and and um, I'd love for you to share that with your your viewers let them see for themselves this is what our government has been doing since the 50s is creating pathogens they store them in a great giant database the department of energy maintains and they can replicate this through emf radiation exactly as dr vliet described the 5g apparatus is in place you type in some digits lo and behold you have a marburg outbreak